listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And welcome to episode number 122 very exciting guest this week. Have been waiting for quite a while to get this gentleman on. He's making his debut right here on Windy City Slam. You'll see him ringside filming for many of Chicago's top independent promotions, capturing many great video clips of the best matches and wrestlers in the area. The founder of Wrestling with Unicorns, Martin Carrillo. All right, this week we're going to be talking a little bit of WWE Hell in a Cell, a little bit of the NXT In Your House show from this past weekend as well, and locally, a great action-packed doubleheader of wrestling from Black Label Pro in Crown Point, Indiana, as well as Power Entertainment's Summer Explosion. We'll get into all of that and much more when we return to Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle, but what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. Hey, it's the Cryonic Redneck Coldstone Tim Boston, CS underscore Tim Boston on social media. And when I'm not scooping, when I'm not wrestling, I'm listening to Windy City Slam. Give me a, well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, back here on Windy City Slam. And before we get to our guest for this week, Wrestling with Unicorns, Martin Carrillo, let's talk a little bit about national professional wrestling before we get into the locals. AEW News and... You heard the promo from CM Punk this past Friday night. He'll be taking some time off for surgery. He's a little bit banged up. He's technically still the AEW world champion, but an interim champion will be crowned at Forbidden Door. And that whole process starts later on this week on Dynamite with a over-the-top rope battle royal. And then the winner of that battle royal faces John Moxley in the main event to determine one representative of that championship match. And then there will also be a match between two new Japan stars to determine the other entrant in that match. And then they'll determine the new champion right in the Chicago's United Center at Forbidden Door on June the 26th. WWE Hell in a Cell this past Sunday night, June the 5th in Chicago, actually technically in Rosemont, suburban Chicago at the Allstate Arena. What an amazing, gutty performance by Cody Rhodes. Apparently tore his pack just a couple of days before this match against Seth Rollins. I mean, this was like a severe weather map with like 
reds and purples and and everything all over his chest and his pec area and he was an obvious pain for the entire ordeal but somehow some way he's put on an epic classic with Seth Rollins and he pins him despite having that torn pack. So Cody Rhodes sweeps the series three to none, wins the Hell in a Cell match, and now we might see Cody disappear for a little bit. This was actually recorded before Raw hit the air, so we don't know what Cody said on Monday Night Raw, but I can imagine it might be at least a few weeks before we see Cody Rhodes in the ring competing again. Also on the show, we had the Raw women's title, Bianca Belair, the champion retains over Asuka and Becky Lynch as Belair pinned Asuka. And then Bobby Lashley defeats Omos at MVP in a two-on-one handicap match when Lashley made MVP submit to the Hurt Lock. Kevin Owens pins Ezekiel. And then in the six-person tag team affair, we had the Judgment Day, Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley defeat the trio of AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan when Edge hits Balor with the spear and gets the pen. Madcap Moss, no longer dressing up in the goofy suspenders and shorts, actually looks like a wrestler again. He defeats and pins Happy Corbin in a no-holds-barred match. And crazily enough, that was the only match from Friday Night SmackDown at this event. So we didn't have Roman Reigns. You didn't have Ronda Rousey. Charlotte Fleur's on our honeymoon. Definitely lacking some star power from SmackDown. And then the other match, the semi-main event, the United States champion, Theory. Boo! Yeah, let's hear some boos. Theory pins Chicago's very own Mustafa Ali after a really strong match and absolutely great crowd reaction. The fans were really into Ali. I love the fact that Ali is getting a nice little push here. I'm kind of hoping maybe this leads to bigger and better things for him here. I've been kind of pleased with the push a little bit the last couple of weeks. He has his title match. He looked very strong. So hopefully that continues. And that's it for Hell in a Cell. It wasn't a, a huge show. Decent show. I mean, it was lacking some star power, especially on the SmackDown side. But still a decent show. But the Chicago crowd definitely makes up for some of the holes. And then Saturday night, this past Saturday, June the 4th, NXT In Your House at the Capitol Wrestling Center down at the WWE PC in Orlando. We had the NXT champion, Braun Breaker, retaining by pinning Joe Gacy. We have a new NXT North American champion, Cameron Grimes, loses. And Carmelo Anthony wins the championship. NXT tag team titles, the Creed Brothers, Brutus and Julius, Breakthrough, they defeat Pretty Deadly to win those titles. NXT Women's Championship, and continuing her reign of terror, Mandy Rose of Toxic Attraction pins Wendy Chu to hold on to that belt. Then we have the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, Toxic Attraction of JC Jane and Gigi Dolan, they defeat Caden Carter and Katana Chance. And in a match I had a close eye on, Chicago's own Cody D'Angelo, the Don of NXT, along with Stax and Two Dimes, they defeat Legado de Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Cruz del Toro. That was a terrific six-man tag to open up the show, and now Legado has to serve under the Don of NXT, Tony D'Angelo. That's going to be very interesting to see where that goes. 
And I'm a huge fan of everything Tony D'Angelo. Number one, because he's from Chicago. And number two, I love The Sopranos. I cannot get enough of The Sopranos. And it just this just reminds me of The Sopranos every day when I see it. So I love what's going on with Tony D. Going locally, we had the doubleheader from Black Label Pro this past Saturday, June the 4th. Tyler's Day Off. And it should have also been Tyler's Night Off. Although it really wasn't a day or a night off for Tyler. Tyler Edwards worked the whole day putting together this doubleheader of crazy, intense action. Card number one, we had Trey Miguel and Myron Reed defeating the Bang Bros with Trevor Outlaw in their corner. Then we had Taylor Rising pinning Hyan. Coco Lane pins Alec Price after a pile driver. The Freelance Legacy Championship, Brian Keith defeats... Isaiah Velasquez to retain the title. And then we had the legendary Christopher Daniels, the fallen angel, pins Warhorse. Then for the Black Label Pro Championship, the Ageless One, PCO, defends, and he defeats Xavier Walker, who was subbing for Jake something. For whatever reason, Jake decided not to take the match, and Xavier Walker was his selected replacement. The Abe Froman Memorial Scramble, and my man, one-man dynasty, Darius Luttrell, defeats six other guys. Mark Wheeler, Jesse V, Sabotage, Sean, Alfonso Gonzalez, Wes Barkley, and Travis Titan. And this was a nonstop action-packed match. And Darius with the suicide dive over everybody after the Jordan Shrug, that was some terrific stuff right there. One of the moments of the night for me from Black Label Pro. Then we had heavyweight hustle, Calvin Tankman, pinning the Bullet Club's Chris Bay after a Tankman driver. Kevin Blackwood pins Titus Alexander following a physical affair. And in the main event, we finally got it. Trisha Dora defeats Kylie Ray via a submission with the cattle mutilation. That was one hell of a match between Trish and Kylie. Card number two saw Dan the Dad defeating Bradley Prescott the fourth. Then we had Levi Everett going over Isaiah Brown. Trey Miguel defeats Titus Alexander. Rachel Ellering defeats Alice Crowley. Effie gets the victory over Mike Bennett. For the Black Label Pro Tag Team Championships, violence is forever. Dom Garini and Kevin Koo. They defeat Kevin Blackwood and filthy Tom Lawler. Speedball Mike Bailey beats Alec Price. Joshua Bishop defeats Crash Jackson. And then in tag team action, the Bang Bros with Trevor Outlaw defeat the team of Waves and Curls. And in the main event, Billy Starks, the prodigy, pins Willow Nightingale as she held the tights for leverage. And for whatever reason, in Black Label Pro, Billy Starks continues her dark side. Great doubleheader. Hats off, Tyler Edwards. Great job. And Black Label Pro always brings these great talents every month to Crown Point. And even when they do shows like in Vegas or in Florida or in Texas, in conjunction with some other big events. In fact, they're also doing a show with StarCast SummerSlam weekend in about a couple of months. That should also be really, really good. This past Saturday night, June the 4th, POW Entertainment presented Summer Explosion back up at the American Legion in Fox Lake. Running down these results, we have IPA defeating Modern Decay, but following the match, Modern Decay attacks IPA, so continuing that rivalry. Then we had Mike Idol of BMI, the Bruiser Mass Index, 
subbing for Mass Marauder, for who for some reason could not compete, he defeats ya boy Mason Perks with an assist from via my partner Jamie Race. Then we had Joey the Pitbull Chichi and Paulie Tomaselli defeating SCW's Hunter Payne and Marco Anthony when Chichi pins Anthony, but then the SCW crew left Chichi and Paulie laying. Bad Ombre Cartel are your new Power Entertainment Tag Team Championships in the shocker of the night. They defeat Revolution when Sexy Sandra D, who was the quarter woman for Revolution over these past few months, turns on Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom, allowing Bad Ombre Cartel to get the victory and win the titles. So some shocking developments there. And then in the Keys to the Kingdom Battle Royal, SCW's Hunter Payne won that match and became the Key Master of POW. Then we had POW champion Scott Spade retaining his title by defeating Max Holiday. But after that match, Spade was laid out by SCW and Hunter Payne cashes in the Heavyweight Championship Key, leading Holiday to beating Spade and becoming the new POW Entertainment Heavyweight Champion. Shocking developments there from POW. SCW leaving that match that night with the upper hand. So Southland Championship Wrestling gets a huge boost in POW Entertainment. Also this past weekend, Saturday night, June the 4th, GLCW's Oh You Didn't Know because the special guest was the Road Dog, Jesse James. Match results are as follows. We had Gunner Wicks winning a Battle Royal and he will end up challenging GLCW champion Backwoods Brown in the main event. Then Jordan Cross beat Ying Moa via the crosscutter. TW3 defeats Sean Priest. The system beats Cordova. Then we had Ragnar the Ruthless defeating Paul Verk with the Ragnarok. In a women's match, we had Raven Radix going over Crystal White. And in the main event, GLCW champion Backwoods Brown was now approaching two and a half years with that title. He defeats Gunner Wicks to retain. Coming up this weekend, we have AAW Pros Crush and Destroy, and they're back up north at the Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago. 7.30 bell for the main show, plus there's a live taping beforehand. The show features AAW champion Matt Fitchett defending against Ace Steel. Mike Bennett takes on Gnarls Garvin. We have Josh Alexander versus ACH, Silas Young versus Braden Lee, and the Battle of the Beasts, Shaft takes on Ross Jones. Plus, you'll see competitors such as Manders, Fred Yehi, Davey Vega, Shane Hollister, Sierra, and many, many more. Sunday, June the 12th, Gali Lucha Libre, Gali number 518 at the Gali Studios in Villa Park. And this features an action-packed card. A lot of the matches already announced for the show. We have Arrow Boy and Bandito taking on Black Torus and Atomico Jr. Then in a six-person tag, we have Mr. Iguana, Bandolero, and Mr. Leo versus Slayer, Golden Star, and Lady Tigres. Three-way match, Yabo the Clown against Mike Strong against Jake Painter. For the Discovery Championship, Golden Dragon takes on Axel Rico. And then for the Gali Tag Team Championships, Jay Manny and Chuko. They defend against Iniestra and Pistolero. 
And then a grudge tag team match here. Torero and Manny Cortez take on Joey Marks and Mason Conrad. Last month at Gali, Marks was with Torero and Cortez, but he turned on those guys to help his true OG buddies, Mason Conrad, Bryce Benjamin, and Big John Crowley. So now that match is going to happen here this month. Should be very interesting there. And then the other two members of the OGs, Bryce Benjamin and Big John Crowley, take on Furia Nocturna and Dreambreaker Aaron Stone. Then we have Alpha Zeta Zeta's Austin Adams and Hans Carden taking on Orion Starlight and Karim Brigante. And then we have Leo LaFleur and Damian Tyler against Leslie La Munica and Atomico. Also this weekend coming up, Friday, June the 10th, if you're in the Milwaukee area, there's an Al Snow meet and greet at Happy 8 Collectibles at Southridge Mall. Then on Saturday, June the 11th, Flex Fitness has a grand reopening party with a lot of great SSW and GLCW stars, including Al Snow, Cal Hero, Jordan Cross, Ryan Cross, and Dr. Jeff Luxon for a meet and greet, which starts at 9 a.m., and the whole festivities go until 4 in the afternoon, so autographs, pictures, and you can check out Flex Fitness as well. And then Sunday, June the 12th, GLCW presents Brats, Beers, and Body Slams 2, with Al Snow. So he's spending his weekend up in the Milwaukee area, and this will be at Thienesville Village Park Launch in Thienesville, Wisconsin. All right, coming up here in mere moments, wrestling with unicorns. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week. So very, very excited. Uh, for this week's guest, making his debut right here on Windy City Slam. You'll see this guy filming ringside for many of Chicago's top independent wrestling promotions, capturing many great video clips of the best matches in the area, highlighting a lot of the great talent all across the world in professional wrestling. The founder of Wrestling with Unicorns, Martin Carillo. Martin, how are you? Fine, yourself? I like how you did my name in Spanish. That was a good thing. Yeah, okay. I, I thought I did a pretty decent job with that. <laughs> no, you you honestly did, uh, did it because like a lot of people pronounce my name as Martin uh, or like Carrillo or like in English, but like you try your best, so uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I think Axel Rico will appreciate that, even though I still can't trill very well. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> anyway, let's get into uh, the meat of the interview. Uh, tell me the story of how you and your brother John formed wrestling with unicorns you guys were just fans going to shows at first right yeah pretty much uh we started going to indie shows in november of 2015 uh aaw uh windy classic 2015 was the first independent wrestling show we ever attended in logan square uh me and my brother and my friend at the time uh we all attended the show 
Uh, the reason why we attended was because our friend was a big fan of Ray Phoenix and Pentagon, and that was the first time the AAW brought them. Uh, but the, originally, the show was supposed to be in Olympic Stadium in Cicero, okay. but they changed it due to like venue issues. Uh, and then we just decided to go. We're like, oh, because the first seats we got were balcony seats. Uh, but then they they pulled a message online. They're like, oh, if you want to upgrade to front row, like you can give a certain amount of money and you can like go to front row. We're like, ah, oh, screw it. You know, let's do it. You know, it wasn't that, that bad of money, you know. Uh, so then we went and and like right away I fell in love with independent wrestling. You know, I was like, I've I've been a fan of independent wrestling for years, but never in person, never seen it in person. Uh, and that was like my first flavor to it. And, and and then like at that time, like I was just taking like like some pictures, some videos for for my collection. You know, it's like I had an iPod at the time, uh, those color ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just started taking pictures, started taking videos. You know, it's like and then from there. I started up, uh, uploading on Twitter, and then I started becoming friends with some of the guys, you know, behind the scenes. And and then from there, uh, 2017 was when I decided to, like, no, 2016, sorry, I apologize, right? 2016, uh, I decided to just do the page. You know, it's like the page uh, started on Twitter. At first, uh, I just basically Photoshop a picture of Chris Hero and, and Pentagon, I think, uh, and, and I just put wrestling unicorns in the bottom. Like, it was just a picture from someone else, and I just put in the bottom wrestling unicorns. Uh, and then from there, it's like I started going to show more. Uh, like, I started to keep on going to AAW shows uh, until one one day, uh, somebody from AAW came up to us, and they're like, hey, like, like what what are you doing with the footage? Or, like, what's your intention for the footage? You know? And at the time, honestly, like, there was no mission statement or there was no – purpose of wrestling unicorns it, it was just for someone to for me to upload online and someone to have my stuff online you know it was nothing supposed to be big and then this person kept on like asking us you know it's like and i don't struggle like I, i'm just doing this for fun you know say like, i want to give guy the exposure you know it's like at the time like i would be straight honest with you like i was a nobody you know it's like i was a nobody nobody knew who i was you know it's like and i was like yeah i was like i'm i'm not gonna do this for any other reason you know that's all so then he was like, yeah, don't worry. I was like, uh, he was like, yeah, like if you need front row tickets for, for every AAW show, you just let us know. And then uh, we'll send you the link and then you buy your tickets. I was like, perfect. You know? So then from there, this was 2016. Uh, we kept on going to AAW and we, we went to a freelance show at, at War Tour at the time. Yeah, War Tour. And then from there, that was a little bit more expansion. You know, it's like I met a lot of the guys that now they, I consider friends, you know, like Matt Nix, um, like guys like that, you know, it's like Mustafa Ali. Uh, so then like from there, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's like getting a little bit more exposure to independent wrestling in Chicago, you know, in the Midwest. And then 2017 uh, was when like, it was full force, you know, so I was trying to, to go full force with as much as I could possible, you know, like I messaged uh, Matt Nix at the time uh for freelance i was like hey like can i take clips you know it's like i want to take clips for the show it's like is it cool with you you know it's like i'm gonna i'm like i'm gonna buy my ticket i'm like i'll, I'll sit down front row and i will just just take video you know boom and then i started taking video with that like that that, that was how the relationship with me i started and then i did other couple other shows you know so i did gcw um me and my brother took took a road trip to milwaukee for gcw because 
they had uh, the Danny Havoc retirement show in, in, in Wisconsin. So we took the advantage. We went there. And then from there, so we started doing other indies, you know, so slowly but slowly, Black Label was born that same year. Um, then 2018, um, more more opportunities came up, you know, uh, it was Evolve, opportunity Evolve came, and it just started snowplowing, you know, it's like snowballing, snowballing. And then when when the world almost ended 2020, um, honestly, I legit thought that that we were over. You know, I, I thought Wrestling Unicorn was going to be dead. Because there was no wrestling, there was there was nothing for, to coverage. You know, there was nothing to coverage. Uh, but then GCW came back, and GCW uh, they were running shows, and I told my brother, I was like, "Hey, dude, like, let's let's uh, I'm like, let's risk it, and and let's just uh, go take clips. You know, I was like, let's have let's have some content to our social media to know where else is doing it. You know, so then let's do it, and then that's. That, that was 2020. You know, it was like me and my brother went to Indianapolis. We went to uh, Atlantic City. Uh, we went to, yeah, uh, Philadelphia. Like all those places, we were going for GCW. You know, we were all like just like risking it. You know, taking the taking the opportunity. And and then from there, it's like um, when those shows started seeing like like we got the attention of of major promotions. You know, uh, they started hitting me up and like, hey, like how can we can we use your footage? And and AEW hit me up um, October of 2020. You know they hit me up and like, hey, can we use your uh, clips for for uh, Top Flight? I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm cool with it. I'm like, give me more exposure. I was like, I'm I'm cool with it. Use it. Boom. I sent them the footage. You know, and they used it. Perfect. And then 2021, uh, we took the opportunity to go to Houston, to Texas, uh, and, and that was a blessing because when we went to Texas. We started blowing up in Texas, well, because of local. Um, and then we did the 24-hour show for GGW in 2021. You know, tw- uh, we did 20 hours out of 24 hours uh, in 2021. Uh, and then, and then from there, I started traveling all over the, the country. Uh, in 2019, I forgot to say, uh, 2019, I took clips in Mexico City. That was my first Mexico uh, City uh, show. Um, that was very, very interesting experience because like, uh, like my parents are Mexican and being able to be in Mexico City where my dad grew up in the area that, that, that my dad uh, used to know or knows was very, very, uh, very special to me. Um, and yeah, it's like that, that was something special. Uh, and then, and then just, yeah, just 2021, 2022, it's like, We've been going everywhere, working hard as much as we can. You know, it's like putting the putting the rest of the unicorn name uh, high. You know, it's like being every month. You know, busting our butt. You know, lately right now we haven't had any any, any bookings. Unfortunately, we had bookings due to many reasons. You know, uh, the the prices of gas, the prices of fuel, the flights. You know, it's like uh, that's fortunately what's been going on with us too, and been affecting us because of all that, you know, but, you know, I'm still trying my hardest to um, work hard for the Western Unicorn, you know, it's like putting, putting this flag, you know, like giving more exposure to the guys that deserve it, you know, so those guys are risking their lives uh, as much uh, as what they do, you know, it's like, and like knowing we have affected their lives and they have affected my life so very much, you know, it's like, I, I am thankful for so many of these guys that like have, have been considered to be my friends and they have like put me over an internet 
I pull them over. We all help each other out. You know, it's like, and yeah, it's like that was how Rescue Unicorns was born and, and evolutionized over the years. You know, it's like we've been doing this. I've been doing this for six years now. You know, it's like it's I've been doing this in my since I was 22. You know, I was young. Now I'm 28, turning 29. So uh, turning 29 November, you know, so so I've been doing this uh, like mostly on my 20s. So you're a grizzled young veteran now. Um, so where did the name Wrestling with Unicorns come from? Oh, honestly, um, uh, I that name comes from because I used to uh, when I was in high school, I used to write uh, in my ID cards uh, SMU. Basically, means suck my unicorn. You know, it's like you can think of what that meant. You know, <laughs> uh, exactly. You know, that you can think what that meant. And then when I was looking for a name, uh, I was like, unicorns, you know, the unicorn, especially because they're, they're like majestic, like majestic at wrestlers, you know, wrestlers can do so many cool things in the ring, like unicorns do, you know, even though like with the name is like, when I was using the unicorn in a whole different way back then, when I was a, a teenager, that came to mind. I was like, wait, I was like, unicorns, like that was a stable that I made years ago, like in my teenage life and then wrestling i was like let me just use wrestling unicorns and plus it's unique you know it's like a lot of people don't use anything um anything different you know so i wanted to be different i wanted to to show a brand that was different you know it's like wrestling unicorns you know it's like a lot of people don't use something like that you know it's like people like the headlock drop podcast or the or the um wrestling world wrestling clips you know like things like that you know so wrestling wise but i wanted to do something different i wanted to break the mold of mm-hmm. of like the machismo thing you know it's like that's the reason why i chose wrestling unicorns to make this something different you know something that you will remember you know like the especially the logo the logo uh i actually it uh is an homage to my uh scene kids days you know like when like i used to wear band t-shirts when i used to listen to heavy metal music you know like, I remember I used to have a shirt, like, it was a zombie shirt, you know? And then and then when I was um, trying to find a design, I thought about it. I was like, let's do a unicorn, but zombie version of unicorn, you know? And the guy who, who created my logo at the time, he was like, okay, let me see what I can do. And boom, you know, he he made that logo possible. That was the first logo, you know, a rest for unicorns. So, uh, and then after that, uh, someone one day, ra- one, one random day, I woke up and this guy sent me like five different logos. He was like, here you go. Like, you can use these wherever you want. I was like, okay, cool. And he sent them to me and I started using them too. You know, it's like, those are the, the, four, ho- uh, the four horse unicorns, uh, the Dunkin' Donuts unicorns, um, like different ones that, that we have. Those are just a random guy. Like a random guy that I knew at the time sent it to me, boom, you know, and that's how the brand started growing. You know, like people see us all the time and they call us the unicorns. You know, uh, there was only, there only been one, one wrestler who has asked me, they're like, hey, is it cool that I call you unicorn or unicorns? I was like, yeah, I was like, call me that, you know, because he goes, because you know what that means, you know, it's like, I was like, yeah, I know, I know what it means. So I'm like, it's cool. I was like, don't worry about it, you know, it's like, uh, I was like, especially if it's wrestling unicorns, I was like, I am wrestling unicorns. So I'm like, you can call me wrestling unicorns or call me unicorns. So I was like, call me whatever you want. You know, say, like, whatever you feel comfortable. And I was like, he was like, okay, cool. And so then like 
a lot of the guys call me unicorn or unicorns or like or whenever you see my brother they they call him baby unicorn you know it's like i'm the big unicorn so yeah you guys do amazing work and what point was it where you guys were able to cross the barricade and actually start filming at ringside uh it took it took uh, about about a year um a year to do it for freelance other promotions it took a while you know it's like like uh i'm gonna tell you a story you know it's like a lot of people don't know the story so now people are gonna know uh, evolve, you know, evolve. Uh, I messaged evolve in 2020, you know, 2017. I messaged evolve. I was like, Hey, I was like, is there possible that I can do ringside clips? You know, because this was September of 2017. Uh, they told me no, you know, I was like, cool. Uh, then, then May of 2018, uh, they came back and then I was like, Hey, can I take clips? And they're like, Oh, you can take clips, but you have to take it uh, behind the barricade. So around the stadium, you know, or like around the venue, I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't do it. I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. And then they came back in August of 2018. And I was like, Hey, like, come on. You know, it's like, um, get, 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 give me an opportunity. You know, it's like, I've been, I've been proving myself that I can do ringside, you know, it's like, I've, I've been careful, you know, it's like, I, I know what I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. Here you go. They gave me the opportunity to do ringside. Uh, and then from there, a lot of promotions gave me more opportunities to ringside. Uh, it just took recently, just took one promotion that I've been working for or like been affiliated with them for six years to let me finally do ringside clips. It took years, you know, and, and like seeing a lot of these kids or like new kids um, trying to cross that barricade so fast. You know, I, 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 I always tell them, you know, it's like first do it from behind the barricade. You know, it's like, get yourself comfortable doing it as a fan and then slowly baby steps to ringside because ringside is dangerous. You know, yes. it's like, I've been, I've been here with plenty of things, you know, it's like recently I, uh, I had my anniversary for when my finger was like literally stabbed mm-hmm. recently, you know? So then like, I know the dangerous of ringside, but I like people they are like, Oh no, no, no. I'm like, no, it's like little baby steps. And that's why it took me years, you know, it's like you, you had to earn that respect too, you know, like you need to respect, uh, earn that respect from the promoter, earn the respect from the guys, uh, earn respect from the referees and the fans too, you know, it's like you need to respect their area and like for them to be able to see. Um, so like, I'm very like, like I try my best to be flexible as much. And then like now I've been using uh, uh, kneecaps yes. or like, like, so I can like be able to get into my knees farther as possible. So I'm not blocking people. And I've been working a lot. You know, it's like, I remember a, re- a fan recently in like October or yeah, like October, they're like, wow. It's like, I didn't notice, notice you were there. You know, I was like, yeah. Cause I was like, I try my best to, to not get in the way. You know, I try my best to not get in the way of the fans. I try my best to, to do my job, but still be able to let others do it, you know? Uh, but like be able to enjoy the show, and that's why I try my best to uh, help the other uh, the other people, you know, the other young guys uh, that have are doing this for the first time or been doing this for recently. You know, it's like I try to take a lot of the guys under my wing because I know how this business is. You know, especially like I started so young at the time, and I wish I had someone there um, helping me, guiding me, but I didn't have nobody. So now being that 
uh, an adult, like officially, I feel like an adult now, uh, like knowing that I'm doing it now, it's like, okay, cool. Like now, now I'll be able to help others. That's pretty darn cool, Martin. Um, so let's get back to that story about the, the finger injury. That was a death match and you, it was scary. Some of the pictures I saw all the blood and stuff like that, your fingers and your hand pretty messed up. Uh, tell me that story and how everything happened. Yeah. Uh, so what happened was, uh, this was about, about a year ago. Uh, I went to Atlantic city, uh, to do a GCW show. You know, it's like, I, I got there, I got there on a Thursday, you know, it's like I got there on a Thursday and the show was until Saturday, you know? So then I got there Thursday with my friend, uh, like my brother couldn't travel because uh, he was going to do warrior that Saturday too. That was the same day warrior. So then me and my friend were having fun, you know? And, and honestly, like, I felt, I felt like good, good, uh, good to be true. You know, I felt like everything was going well, you know, Saturday was, was no Thursday was going well. Friday was going well. I'm like, wow, this is this is a really good trip, you know. Saturday morning, I woke up. Um, I went to eat breakfast uh, with my friends. I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm gonna get ready for the show. So then um, that day, you know, it's like felt like nothing, you know, so normal and stuff. And then like the damage started, you know. And the first match was good. The second match, you know, it's like everything was good. But then the 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 last match for to go to the quarterfinals happened. Um, so then I saw a broken bundle was, it was broken. And then I was gonna go grab it and push, like grab it and throw it to the floor, you know? And then and then what happened was uh, the referee, he, he, he didn't notice that I was gonna grab it. So, so then he kicks it, he kicks the bundle. When he kicks the bundle, it goes inside my finger. Literally, I felt the, the sting, like the po- like the glass inside my finger. Like it was so deep inside my finger, I felt it. And, and then I started shaking and my hand was shaking. I pulled the bundle of light tubes. When, when I pulled the bundle of light tubes, blood started squirting. Oh God. When, when blood started squirting, I threw the light bulb, like the light tube, and I started running. And then I, I was trying to cover with my shirt. And then when I covered my shirt, I, I like opened it. And when I opened it, there was a girl in the front row like uh, between the entrance ramp where I sprayed her with blood. Oh my God. Like her, like my blood was on her side, right? And she was like, oh, like started screaming. And then I went to the back. And then when I went to the back, I like, I did it again. And the whole wall was covered in blood because it was my blood. And I go to the back and I told, uh, there was a couple wrestlers. I was like, hey, I was like, can somebody help me? I was like, I just cut myself. I like, like, they just stabbed me in the finger. And they're like, like, okay, cool, cool, sit down. And then this wrestler comes up and he was like, oh, that doesn't look that good. No, he, he looks, oh, uh, it doesn't look that bad. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, it's, it's, it's not that bad then. Okay. So then I grab a towel. I wrap the towel, you know. So then this other wrestler, that match wrestler, comes up. He goes, let me see. And he sees the, the blood are squirting, like blurring crazy. He goes, okay, uh, let me get another towel. So then he wraps another towel. So now I have two towels in my hand. He waits 15 minutes. And then, like. And like, uh, he goes, okay, let me see it. So then I open it again, still dripping blood. He goes, okay, cool. He goes, okay, let's stop it again. So then he puts another towel. So I have now, now have three towels in my hand. So then I get, I, I go to, I go get some tape. I tape my whole hand, right? And then I'm walking to the front. Like I'm going to gorilla position. 
going to the front to take clips when the wrestler grabs from the back. He goes, no. He goes, you're not going up there anymore. He goes, you are bleeding too much. He goes, dude, your hand's dripping. So I literally see my hand dripping blood, right? And he goes, no, you can't go out there. I was like, dude, come on. I was like, let me just finish this show. And then after the show, I'll go to the hospital. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, no, take a seat. So then I get up and I call my brother. And I tell my brother, hey, like, this is this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. So then I sit down and the wrestler was like, okay, let's see your hand one more time. He takes off and blood squirts, like squirts him like here. He goes, he wraps it. He goes, you have to go to the hospital. He goes, I'm going to go find you a ride. So then we go find people. Nobody wants to take him to the hospital because this is like the hottest damage tournament going on, you know? So, so like no, nobody wants to take me to the hospital. So then this guy, uh, that I just like found out at the time that he was doing lights for GCW. He takes me to the hospital. He drops me off. And then like, I go to the emergency room like straight up to the emergency room and I was like hey I was like I had my fingers like split and like at the time I told him it was split but it was stabbed I was like I have my fingers split I was like I need I need some medical help and they're like oh because of COVID you need to uh go take a seat and then come back and then wait in the window and then we'll fill you up information and then we'll call you whenever a room is open I was like oh god so then blood dripping still so then I go to my seat and then I'm literally there like wearing my finger, like my hand, wrapped in towels, blood keeps on dripping. And this was, so far, this is two hours in after my injury. Two hours in, and I'm still dripping blood. And then an hour later, they call me in to the room. And they go, okay, what happened? So they are rapid. When they're rapid, a gush of water, a gush of blood comes, boom. The whole floor in my bed is white. But now it's red because of my blood. So then he goes, the doctor goes, okay, um, uh, let's just have it like that. And then oh, and he goes, oh, press it, press it with pressure. And then let me wait for the nurses and they'll come in and they'll start the bleeding for you. All right, this now I have to wait another hour because a nurses comes in, they try to stop the bleeding. They can't stop the bleeding. One nurse comes in, can, leaves, come, another one, second one, tries, can't, leave. Another one comes in. So, so it took four nurses until they realized that, that they couldn't stop bleeding. So then the doctor comes in. The doctor's like, he goes, why, 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 why are you still bleeding? I was like, because nobody stopped the bleeding. He goes, nobody stopped the bleeding? I was like, no. I'm like, I'm like literally, I'm, I'm bleeding out right now. I was like, I feel so dizzy right now. I was like, I don't know what to do. He goes, I right, hold up. So then he gets a glove. He ties my finger. And he started doing the stitches. He got me six stitches in my hand, no, in my finger. And then from there, I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, so what do I need? He goes, uh, just go get some uh, med- uh, some, uh, some, uh, some Tylenol or some medicine and for you to rest. And then tomorrow morning, he goes, tomorrow morning, go to Walgreens and buy some things to clean it and make sure it doesn't get affected. I was like, okay, cool. So then, so then someone, someone comes to the hospital, you know, like grateful as fuck. Uh, he comes to the hospital and then he goes, Hey, you want to go back to the, to the, um, to the venue? I was like, let's go. And then we're walking and then he goes, Oh, are you going to go to your room? And then I was like, no, I was like, no, he goes, what do you mean? I was like, no, I'm going to finish the show. So I was like, there's a show at 11. So I'm finishing that show and then I'm going to sleep. And then tomorrow morning I'm waking up, going to Walgreens. 
and making sure this is clean and then going to do another show so I can finish this weekend. So I was like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna quit. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, no, you can go to your room. No. It's like, no, I'm not going to my room. So then I go inside the venue. I'm covering blood still because I haven't went to my room. Covering blood. Everybody's like, whoa, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. So then I go and ask the referee, hey, I'm like, do you have a glove? Because I need a glove. He goes, yeah, I'll get you some gloves. He gives me some black gloves. And then I start wearing them. And then, like, I'm taking clips with one hand because this hand I can't because it's like, it's like every time I pressed it or touched it, it was, it was like shaking. So I can't use this hand. And I'm only using one hand with the remote. So then what I did was I wrapped the remote around my finger and then like just pressed it with the finger like this. Wow. I kept on pressing like this. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me finish the show. I finished the show. And then from there, like I went to my room, but I couldn't sleep. So then I went outside and I still outside until eight in the morning seeing the sunset because I couldn't sleep because I was in pain. So then I went back to sleep. I went to Walgreens. Uh, I took, I bought some still water, some bandages, and some like things for my finger. I put it on there and I wrapped my finger and then I put the gloves and I finished the show, you know? And then when I'm going to the airport, uh, the people are telling me, hey, like you need to be careful because uh, you might get a block clog in the, in the flight because like the wound is so, it's so fresh, you know? So they're, they're like, you need to ask if we can fly. So then, so then I was like, okay, cool. So then I asked one of the flight attendants there, I'm like, hey, is, is it cool that I fly? Because I just recently got stitches on Saturday. And this is Sunday, Sunday to Monday. So then, so, so I asked her, like, is, is it cool that I fly? She goes, oh, how long was the, the stitches been there? I was like, I've been there for about over more, over the 24 hours. So I've like, been there for a while now. She's like, okay, cool. Like you, you can fly. So then I flow, flow back here. And, and then from there, just, I started just, uh, uh, just started doing all my shows with, with one hand, you know, so I was working with shows with, with one hand for two months. And I was like, I only had this functional hand for, for two months. I only did it. And, and a lot of people thought I was crazy. A lot of people were like, dude, it's like this and that, but I'm like, that's my love for wrestling. You know, it's like, I'm honestly like, this might sound like crazy, but I'm willing to die for it. You know, I'm willing, like, I almost did die, you know, it's like in that random high school in Atlantic city, you know, it's like, for me, it's like, that's what all I love is wrestling. You know, wrestling is all I know, you know, it's like, and it's funny because my brother tells me all the time, they're like, Oh, like, like anything, you know, it's only wrestling. It is <laughs> because, you know, it's like, I have done so many sacrifices for wrestling. I have done so much for it that, like, you know, it's like I'm technically married to it, you know. Uh, fortunately, it hasn't been that well with me, but I still love it. You know, it's like I love everything about it. And I have been able to travel the world because of wrestling. So it's 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 something that I won't be quitting. You know, it's like, yeah, there's, there's days where I get stressed. You know, there's days where I'm like, man, like, is this really, is really like worth it, you know. But then I realized it is because I'm I'm happy with it. You know, it's like even in the days when I'm not happy, I know the next day I'll be happy with it. And unfortunately, that's how wrestling is. You know, it's like there's you get your highs and you get your lows. You know, it's like you just have to keep on trying, keep on working hard, and you never know what could happen. Uh, and and that's what I've learned in these six years. You know, it's like sacrifices are important in this business. A lot of amazing stories. Uh 
seeing your footage like on AEW on a couple of occasions. That was really cool. So what is your ultimate goal with this venture wrestling with unicorns? Is it finally to hook up with one of the big companies on a more of a full-time basis at some point? Honestly, yeah, it's the goal. Um, I'm like, like the goal in the beginning was never to, to make this big. The goal in this was never to, to make it big, you know, and say, or, or do something with it. it. That was never the, the the goal you know that was never the goal um but then the older i got and the more i got deep into the business i started realizing hey like i might be able to do this for the rest of my life and one of the big companies you know it's like like right now you know the aew has used my footage uh they have used my footage twice uh a triple a in mexico city used my my uh my footage one time and then wild culture used my footage one time and then I actually have one show that I filmed for WWE uh, on the Pickham Network. Uh, it, it was an Evolve show, uh, Evolve 142. Yeah. I actually filmed that show for them too. So so then like th- that's the goal, you know, is like do something in wrestling and be able to pay uh, and be able to get paid for it. You know, it's like um, I, I can't really speak a lot for it, but I have had some interesting uh, things going on because of that you know it's like there's there's eyes looking at us you know there's people companies that look in our restaurant unicorns you know it's like they're not only looking at at the brand but looking at the people behind it because they know what we bring to the table you know it's like uh like my style of a footage it's something i really take serious you know it's like i take very serious on the way i i film i take very serious the angles i take very serious the lighting, I take everything serious when it comes to a clip or doing something wrestling. Like my brother knows that. Like my brother knows when whenever he knows is a good footage, he shows it to me. He knows it's a good footage because I'm very picky on my sh- like on my stuff. Very picky. You know, it's like if there's an angle that I don't like, I throw out. Like we're so picky about that. You know, it's like being under the learning show of Gay Sapolsky, you know, it's like he was one of the people who taught me a lot, you know, and then being able to do uh, roaming camera for for uh, IWTV too. You know, oh oh, I forgot my I forgot about my time in IWTV. You know, so I was there for about a year working with them. You know, it's like and learning more. You know, getting more experience, getting more knowledge about about the business. You know, uh, learning about production and then being able to do production for for uh, AEW too. I did uh, Galley too. You know, that I and then I did. I did a lot of production, uh, to be honest with you. Like I did Roman cameras to, so I can understand more and learn more. And, and, and that's why I feel like that helped me so much to, to the grow the brand because our, our clips are, are different. Our clips are unique. You know, it's like we, like me and my brother watch uh, a lot of WWE, WWF from the back, back then, you know, and then we get our ideas together and we make, something they used to do now in the indies you know it's like doing the backstage clips like my brother was was the one with the backstage clips you know he was the one that created the backstage clips even though it'd been around for years with wwf but he did tell me one time that he was watching uh stoke steve austin versus uh hbk from, from wrestlemania 14 and when stoke steve austin walking around like walking before hitting the the curtain you know that was his his imagination of doing oh 
let's do this in the Indies. You know, let's be careful of keeping KFIT alive, but like, let's, let's just focus on the guy making their game ready mm-hmm. for them to go to battle, basically go to war, you know, with a lot of guys. So then my brother did the best clips. Uh, we, we started doing like interviews, we started doing different th- double angles too. Uh, he was the one that created double angles. And we started doing different things to make, to, to make ourselves different because there's a lot of people who are doing clips nowadays. You know, a lot of people who, who just do it for the cloud, you know, but we don't do it for the cloud. We do it because we love this. When we do this, because we want promotions and companies to grow and we build uh, our brand from the bottom. You know, we build yep. this from nothing to up, you know? So that's why I love, I, I love this very dearly to my heart because I've seen it grow. You know, I've been, I've been through so much in the business, you know, like my, like my brother's seen, seen everything I've been through, you know, because in the beginning people were treating us like kids, people were treating us like, like jokes, you know, because they never took us serious. But then once they started seeing us traveling all over the country, you know, traveling all over the world, you know, like people wearing our shirts, you know, they were okay wearing our shirt. Um, our videos being everywhere, you know, that's when people start being, oh, these kids are not playing. You know, these kids are here to stay. And that's when we've been establishing our names, you know, it's like being able to be a part of the warrior team, you know, the like warriors, another company that let us grow since we've been, we've been a warrior since warrior two, you know, it's like, we've been there ever since warrior two. We have only missed one warrior uh, due to the fact that I was in uh, Minnesota and my brother was in Houston. It was only one warrior show we ever missed, but every other show we we've been to every warrior show, but we missed one warrior uh, um, stadium stampede show or like stadium show, but that one doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> only missed one one warrior show. Uh, you know, it's like, and then that's like promotion like freelance, uh, helping us grow. You know, it's like like all these promotions giving the trust. You know, um, laying us letting us grow with them you know like letting us be a part of of their journey and them being our journey you know say like we've been through a lot together you know there's so many promotions that i i've been through so much together you know be, why because i want them to grow and i want myself to grow you know i want them to succeed because i want to succeed. you know so and, and that's why i have tried my best to get around people who want to see people who want to grow people who want to help each other out you know, it's like I don't work with people who don't want to or or, or I don't work with people who just 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 do this for fun. Like I do this for fun, too. But now being older, like I could I treat this more as a business. You know, it's like like me and my brother treat this more like a business. We take it more serious. You know, like once we once the show starts, we're in serious mode. You know, it's like once before the show intermission and after the show me and you see me and my brother goofing around with everybody you see my brother and me doing doing some ridiculous things but that's because we're not on the clock yet you know it's like we're taking our time to be free and then go to business and then take a little break and then go back to business and then just be ourselves the rest of the night you know and that's why always having that mentality of hey you go here to do your job and then once you have breaks I, uh, act like yourself or be yourself, you know, and, but, but everything, every other thing, be serious and professional as possible because everybody's watching, you know, everybody's watching you. Everybody's going to 
be like, hey, like, look, like the unicorns are just running around like crazies around ringside. No, it's like once I told my brother, once you're ringside, you you have to take the serious. Once you're ringside, you have to make sure you have the mentality of, I need to be safe. The wrestlers need to be safe. The other camera people need to be safe. The fans need to be safe and the referees. Make sure all of us are safe. That's why I always make sure when a guy flies and, and I hear a boom, I go check on them. So I'm like, dude, like, are you okay? Because there are situations where, like, where a guy's so knocked out that they don't know where they are. You know, it's like, and they're like, hey, like, and then you you have to, like, hey, like, assistance, you know, hey, like, you need help here, you know? So that's why, like, I always make sure everybody's safe because I treat this like a job, you know? I treat this like a business, you know? Uh, so that's why always having that mentality of, hey, be professional. You guys are terrific, Martin and John, wrestling with unicorns. And before I let you go, and I, I just want to say you guys are so awesome. You do great work. Uh, you're cool to, to work around, too, when I'm sometimes near ringside or at ringside during certain events, too. So thank you for being there for everybody and just being really, really cool guys. Um, social media and your merchandise. I know you got some sweet T-shirts and whatever upcoming events you got. So go ahead and uh, share that with us. Yeah, um, you can follow us on social media. Uh... On Facebook, Wrestling Unicorns. On Twitter, you can follow us on uh, uh, W underscore W Unicorns. And then you can follow us in our second account, W underscore W underscore U underscore Clips. Mm -hmm. And then you can go to TikTok, Luchando con Unicorns. And you can go to our our Instagram, Wrestling Unicorns, and our our merch, WrestlingUnicorns.org. Uh, or, or if you want like, like don't want to go through the website and like, you might have an issue with website, you can just send me an email, uh, send me an email better because I'm really bad with my, with my uh, messengers and messages. Like I tell people email me or text me because I'm really bad at, at, at anything else. I'm really bad at like answering messages because I get so many blow up, yep. uh, uh, next week we have, um, Freelance wrestling at the Logan Square Auditorium. Uh, and then we have the 19, we have, uh, no, the 18, sorry, I apologize. The 18, we have Warrior and Grand Rapids. Uh, and then the following week, we have Warrior in, uh, in, uh, in Chicago. And yep. then we're going to attend the, the, um, the Forbidden Door as fans. You know, it's like, like, I like doing stuff as fans too. You know, it's like, uh, it's not always work. Um, but like that's what I'm mostly like to do, like just do work, but like that is gonna be a day for us to relax. Um and then after that, uh July, I'm not sure yet, you know, because I haven't been able to hit up because due to the like the gas prices and like everything going up now, you know, it's it's very hard, hard to work with promotion right now because due to the fact that they don't have so much budget anymore um and stuff so like spending so much money so yeah so, yeah that's pretty much what we have oh and then july 23rd uh we have warrior uh that's the other show we can do all right martin thank you very much uh, we really appreciate having you on and thanks for telling us your story and i mean we could probably talk for three hours about no, all the <laughs> different things that you've encountered over your years thank you so much for being on you're welcome
It was an absolute privilege to have Martin from Wrestling with Unicorns on this week. He's a guy that's really built a nice little empire along with his brother, John. And you can see all their great stuff at Wrestling with Unicorns on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Lots of great highlights from shows like Warrior Wrestling, Freelance, AAW. And they, they do just about every promotion in the Chicagoland area. And they're really, really fun to check out. So I definitely recommend Wrestling with Unicorns on all your favorite social media platforms. All right, next week, we will run down AAW and other local news. Plus, Warrior Wrestling's got two shows coming up this month. We'll talk a little bit about them as well. And we'll have a special guest, or maybe two, depending on what happens in the next few days, right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. Everybody.